got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about Cardano, because as you guys know, Cardano is going to be able to be listed on exchanges in Japan, the world's third largest economy tomorrow, August the 25th on Wednesday, and this could be massive news for Cardano. As you guys know, Cardano has been in a massive run-up over the last month. It rallied all the way to over $2.90 yesterday, almost getting to $3. At the moment of recording this, it's actually in a downtrend, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. But first, I want to introduce the rest of our concepts. We're going to be talking about Ethereum today also. We have some very interesting uh, uh, patterns showing up on Ethereum, and there is a potential that there could be about to be a trade on Ethereum that you guys are not going to want to miss. And we also have some amazing on-chain metrics that we need to go over on Bitcoin. So we're going to talk about all of that and more. I think the bull market is in full swing. No matter what a couple of cryptocurrencies do over the next couple of days, I think the next couple of months are going to be extremely bullish. I can't wait. We got a lot of great content to jump into today. I can't wait to jump into it. But as always, I am joined by my co-host and your president, Kind of Crypto Tim. How are you doing, Tim? Doing good. Doing good. I am feeling good about this Friday for my predictions, although it is just Tuesday, so it is just Tuesday. Change, we but. saw we saw what happened last week. Hey, Don't get too you confident. Haven't it's yet. It's you true. haven't been introduced yet. Yeah, it's my time to talk. Yeah, it's his time to talk. My time to talk. Yes. Tim's time. That's it. I, now I, it's your turn, Smay. Welcome, Smay, who is our producer. How are you doing, Smay? Hi, everybody. I want to say that you cannot get overconfident with these price predictions because, as we saw last week, on Thursday I was winning. Friday morning I was not. It's true. So, you have to always be on your toes with the price prediction, guys. That's all I have to say. And also keep in mind the price predictions are for fun. They are not to be traded by. They are simply us Except taking a shot mine. in the dark. Except for mine. Oh, okay. Are you a financial advisor? You got your um, Series 7? Potentially. Potentially? I can't answer that definitively because it's illegal. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Legally. Well, if you had it, then you could sure legally say yes. I'm pretty sure if you're a financial advisor, you're legally going to say yes. In, yes, in, I think my, that's how In that my works. heart, I am. In his heart, I am. Uh, the heart <laughs> in is my heart, I'm three wicked. inches taller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know about that one, Smitty. That one, I don't know if that hold up in court. Guys, we got a lot to cover today. We're not going to hold off any longer. We're going to jump really fast here into Cardano. Cardano, as you guys probably already know, is actually in a small correction over the last two hours. And I'm going to be honest with you. Tim and I both were kind of thinking that the top was yesterday. We didn't want to say it yeah. because, you know, we get attacked every single time we say, hey, it's the top, and then it's not the top. <laughs> I can't say I told you so because I actually didn't, but I was a little bit concerned about this. Cardano was rallying very quickly. We're going to talk about all of the reasons why Cardano's rallying and what all of this means in today's video, but let's start with a little bit of context, and then we're going to move into Ethereum here in about 15 minutes, so make sure to stay tuned for that. we got some great content over there as well. Cardano has been in a big rally. It rallied all the way from a dollar to nearly three just yesterday, 190% in the span of 34 days. We have not seen very many red candlesticks at all during this time frame. In fact, besides today's daily candlestick, in the last week, we've only seen one daily chart red candlestick sitting here on the 21st of August. Following that, we had a massive rally where we rallied 23% in 48 hours. Now, I've already done a lot of the technical analysis on Cardano that I care to do yesterday, but what I'm more interested in are the shorter-term technicals that have updated over the last 24 hours. And one of the things I want to bring to your attention is the fact that Lux Algo just flashed a sell signal on the hourly chart for Cardano. 
That's important. Why? Because Lux Algo is very rarely wrong, and it is incredibly powerful. In fact, just take a look at all of these buy and sell signals. There's a sell signal right here, a buy signal right here, a sell signal here, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. This is a very powerful technical indicator, and in case any of you guys don't have Lux Algo, you absolutely should get it. The link is in the description box down below. You can get 20% off at checkout by using coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B. Now, I have my settings set to literally the default settings. These are my favorite settings. I've tried many of them, and these are the best. Signal sensitivity set to 12, and confirmation signals agility set to 26. Those are the only two variables that you need to worry about, and they will give you these signals down here on the hourly chart for Cardano. As you can see right now, we're in the middle of seeing a sell signal. But of course, we ideally don't want to just trade off of Lux Algo, even though if you did, you would be very profitable, which Tim is talking about doing a series in the future where yeah. he will show you guys that. That'll be really cool. But here on this channel, we're not going to just rely on Lux Algo. We're going to look at many different angles of our technical analysis so we can be as confident as possible because indicators are, of course, fallible, even if they are as amazing as Lux Algo. One of the things I want to point out to you is that over the last 24 hours, we have seen the beginnings of what most analysts would call a rounding top formation. Now, there's two different ways that a top can form on a market. You'll either see something called a blow-off top, where you see a big upside-down V that looks like this. This normally is what happens when a hype cycle comes in and the market rallies very quickly. Or you will see the market rally and slow down and slow down and slow down and then pull over. You either see this kind of like mountain peak or this top of a hill formation. And right now, we are seeing the latter of those two. Instead of seeing that blow-off top on the short term. On the long term, we're seeing a blow-off top. On the short term, we're seeing this rounding top formation. And this could be the sign that we're about to see the correction. Now, you might be looking at the chart and saying, yeah, well, Jeb, what about the 19th of August? What about this over here? Then we started to rally. That's very possible. However, I want to point this out to you as well. Cardano right now, in just the last hour, is down 3.65%. The last time we saw a red candlestick that large on Cardano was I don't even know how far long how long ago. It looks like it was a month ago, back in the 26th of July, when we pulled back 4.5% in an hour. So, a lot of people in the cryptocurrency market right now are asking the question, is tomorrow's news about Japan going to move Cardano to the moon? Is Japan allowing for Cardano to be accepted going to cause a moonshot on your favorite altcoin that is not Ethereum? Well, we have a lot that we want to discuss on that. Tim, we've seen news lately where the market rallies straight through the news, such as EIP-1559, mm -hmm. and we've also seen news such as the Coinbase IPO where the market crashed following it. Is this a buy the rumor, buy the release, like we saw in EIP-1559, or is this a buy the rumor, sell the release, like we saw on Coinbase when we hit all-time high the day it launched? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, we're dropping a little earlier. I, I, I would have thought we would have stagnated a little bit longer, although I did think that we had gotten close to the top yesterday, at least for right now. Not long-term top, obviously. Uh, I don't know. It, it, the way it's dropping right now, the difference about this news is obviously it'll allow people in Japan to be actually investing in trading, and, and it'll expand the amount of people that can open their wallets to Cardano. So in that case, that's a bullish sign, which would say we're going to go up. I just, I still believe, though, that Cardano, it, it, 
I think that is going to be a, not only an opportunity for people to get in, but it's going to be also an opportunity for people to sell. So I think we're going to see a lot of new wallets opened, but also a lot of profits being taken mm -hmm. because the news is finally happening. And they're like, hey, this is a great time to watch it spike and then take our profits. Yeah, I actually let's run a poll here in chat. I only want my Cardano holders to be answering this. Give me a one in chat if you're looking to sell it right now because you have just made so much money or give me a two if you're looking to hold on to it because you think it's going to go higher. I'm not talking about the investors who are holding it for the next 10 years. Good for you. I'm talking about the traders, the people that are the retail traders that have been yeah. in the market for a couple of months. They've been in this market for a couple of months. You've been here for however long. Tell me what you think, one in chat and two in chat. Now, if you guys haven't already, smash that like button. I know we can get to 500 likes. We've already got 2,000 people watching. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are the fastest growing cryptocurrency technical analysis channel on YouTube. Looks like we have a ton of hodlers. Look at all those twos, Tim. Do you see that? That is a yeah. flood of twos. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. This is why Cardano has been able to make it this far in the first place. 70% of Cardano is locked up in staking pools right now. There is a good reason that Cardano is rallying this far, and there's a good reason that Cardano has a claim to the throne as the number one altcoin beating out Ethereum in the next couple of years if it manages to maintain its volume and its uh, rally. Here's the issue. A lot of people just made a ton of money, and those people that just made a ton of money are probably going to want to sell at least a little bit of it and buy into what? Bitcoin and Ethereum. Why? Let me show you. Cardano right now, just speaking facts here, guys. You might hate it, but it's true. Cardano right now is 12.6% above all-time high. Ethereum is currently retraced from all-time high 25%. Bitcoin right now is currently retraced from all-time high 25.6%. I guarantee you the people that are not as enthusiastic about Cardano, they're just trading it. They might not be part of the ADA gang, mm -hmm. are going to be looking to sell their Cardano and rotate it into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And I think that's what we're going to see happen here over the next couple of weeks. I think we're going to see Cardano slow down a little bit, and I think we're going to see Ethereum and Bitcoin speed up. We need to keep in mind that there are tens of billions of dollars in Cardano now. That money is enough to easily move the markets of Bitcoin and Ethereum. If we start seeing billions of dollars of outflows from Cardano moving into Ethereum and Bitcoin as a result of Cardano being so much higher than these other two cryptocurrencies, then I think that is going to be part of what could lead to a major run on Bitcoin and Ethereum. We're going to talk about Ethereum here in a minute, and part of our technical analysis is going to be, well, what, ha what happens if Cardano goes into a big correction? What happens if all that value starts to flow in? What do you think happens, Tim? Do you think that's a well, reasonable expectation? What I wanted to say was, first of all, love the twos. The, yeah. the first of all, just so you guys know, I'm... I'm in the two category. Yeah, I have, me too. I have my card on here, and I'm not selling it. The issue is, you know, if, if we could just go off of our chat, if Cardano's price is going to follow nothing but the people that are in, you know, the, the 2,200 people that are watching right now, then Cardano's good. The problem is, and, and uh, okay, I'll start with the good thing, then I'll go to the problem. The good news is, is because of people like this, because of people refusing to sell, I don't think that we're going to see Cardano ever go back down to a dollar like we saw here a couple we weeks either. ago, Agreed. right? Because we went all the way back down there. However, the other problem is there are institutional investors that look at people like this and see all those twos and say, oh, great. I know they're not selling, so I know I'll I be able to make sell. money. Yep. And it's okay because in reality, we believe that Cardano is a good project. It's going to go up. People will get back in. People will keep that price going higher. However, just so you guys know, the the psychology of a whale, the psychology of an institutional investor is what can I do to make money 
even if it screws over everybody else in the market. Yeah. And that's the sad reality of why, despite the fact that we just saw about 1,002s in our chat, we did. It, it doesn't change the fact that these things, these massive dumps happen because institutions in Wales say this is a great opportunity to make some money. And, they, and they, they'll make money because they, they just made some money. They'll let the price go back down. They'll sell. They'll buy back in low and make money again. It's just what they do. Not saying that's what we all should do because, again, it's just safer to stay in the hodl because the price is going to be coming right back up here but i i i would not be surprised i saw someone saying chat i hope it gets down to 250 today that's honestly i think that's a very real possibility i think it is too and the reason is not because cardano is a bad project guys for all the new ada gang people who are here and by the way i think we have a lot of new viewers who might not be subscribed to the channel if you're new to our channel i want to thank you very much for watching our stream and i am blessed and you know honored to have you here in our chat i would encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button why? Because we cover Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano five days a week here on Coffee and Crypto. We upload nearly 30... <clears throat> it's that oatmeal getting me. <coughs> Ooh. We upload nearly 30 pieces yeah. of content every single week covering the major cryptocurrency markets, and you're not going to want to miss it because we have a lot of great information to bring to you. We come to you with integrity and humility, and we try and give you guys both sides of the story, both the bullish and the bearish, so that you guys can be well-informed on what's happening in Bitcoin and crypto so that you can make some profits. My final point on Cardano is this. I think that Cardano is going to rally very far. I think Cardano is going to do very, very well over the next year. I love Cardano. I think its technology is phenomenal. I think it still has to prove itself. It's done a lot on a promise. It's a good promise, a promise that I think will be kept. But at the moment, it is still just a promise of smart contracts. However, I think that it is going to come to fruition. Cardano needs to see these fundamental developments like Japan coming online, like Alonzo coming online, like smart contracts and DeFi being built on it. Because right now, it's an $80 billion promise. Again, an $80 billion promise with a fantastic community behind it is a lot better than a real working prototype with no community. So I'm happy to see where Cardano is. I think it is the best problem that it could possibly have. Having a great community with things that need to still launch is okay. However... At some point in the next two weeks, it might be 10 minutes from now. By the way, it might be 10 minutes from now. There's going to be a big correction on Cardano. It's rallied 200%. It has to have a correction, either a big drop or a ton of sideways movement. Both of those are corrections. When I say correction, I'm not necessarily saying 25% to the downside. I could be saying three weeks to the sideways because we just don't know yet. Why? As we talked about yesterday, Cardano is in blue sky breakout. It's in uncharted territory, and we don't really have any information to say, this is the top or this is the top. We're pulling numbers out of you know where if we start doing that cardano needs a correction we don't know exactly when that's going to happen we don't obviously have a perfect read on the sentiment people seem to be very bullish on cardano we shall see on dips like the one that we're in right now if people will decide to buy those dips or start selling cashing out and rotating into bitcoin and ethereum i'll give you guys one final poll here give me a six in chat if you think people are going to start rotating out of their cardano and into ethereum and bitcoin mm -hmm. or give me a seven if you think they're going to stay in cardano and we're going to ride this thing to the freaking moon i think we're going to see a lot of sevens but i think we're going to see a decent number of sixes also tim what do you think is going to happen here with that do you think we're going to see a lot more people selling cardano and going into bitcoin and ethereum which are on discount right now or are we going to be staying in cardano yeah i think we're gonna, i think oh gosh i i don't i, I don't think cardano is going to be just going way back down into the dollar region. Like, I don't think it's going to drop down below $2. However, I mean, literally a week ago, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, somewhere in that region, 
we were talking about how Cardano was lagging behind. Bitcoin yeah, we and were. Ethereum were moving, and Cardano was, was yep. and, and that's when I said, hey, it's Cardano's turn yep. to rally. Tim did say that. Yeah, and, he did. And now Cardano exceeded expectation. It, wow, it wow. went way past. And guess what? Just like a week and a half ago, it was their turn to rally. It's their turn to calm down. It's uh, in all reality when you look at the three Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano. It's Ethereum's turn to rally. It is. Ethereum's a little bit behind. Yep. And and I I think that we're gonna see a, a sharper correction on Cardano than on Bitcoin. But I think even in Bitcoin, people are we're looking at it right now is down to forty eight five hundred. I know we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's correcting a little bit. Ethereum's down too because it's a little bit more tied to Bitcoin than anything else. However. If you do a comparison side by side, chart by chart, Ethereum's lagging behind Cardano and Bitcoin right now and, and, and actually has some room to go to the upside mm-hmm. and to make some profit. That's why I think I think almost every single one of us, except for Smay, so that means just me and Jeb. Uh, well, no, Jeb gave a ridiculously high prediction on Cardano. My bad. He, he did say that. That was being funny. Uh, he was just, yeah, he was just shooting the breeze there. Uh, the whole thing is we fully expect Bitcoin and Cardano to have more bearish weeks and Ethereum to have a good week, which is what Posif predicted. That is what Posif predicted. And I do believe predicted. the video's back the up video's now, The video's back right? up. Between two coins from Friday is back up. Yes. It, it, was, a, it was a much it was better It was a episode. mistake. <laughs> the reason for that is because Bitcoin... You two taking it down was a mistake. Excuse me. Bitcoin and Cardano definitely have room to correct a little bit. Yep. Ethereum could correct just because it follows but it also has room to grow yep. uh, and so that's my take and why I think Cardano is doing exactly what it really should be doing right now yeah absolutely guys make sure to smash that like button I know we can get to 1500 likes here in the next couple of minutes we've already got 3,000 people watching I want to thank you if you're tuning in for the very first time and you should subscribe to the channel and I'll tell you why we come at you five days a week here on Coffee and Crypto 930 Eastern Time every single weekday to bring you guys high quality educational and informational and entertaining content on cryptocurrency markets where we cover mainly the top three cryptos but we cover a lot of other things such as news fundamentals on chains updates and the like you should definitely subscribe if you want to come to this channel the one that holds integrity and humility as core values and will bring you both the bullish and the bearish so you can make well-informed decisions subscribe to the channel and you'll be getting access to all of that by the way drum roll please come on we got crazy awesome announcement tomorrow and I am so stoked. I was telling Tim earlier before we went on camera how excited I am for this announcement. It's going to be awesome. It's launching tomorrow, and I can't wait. But you're going to have to wait. It's not launching today. We will talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. Smash that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Let's go ahead and move on here. We need to talk about Ethereum. As you guys know, because we just talked about it, Ethereum is lagging behind the rest of the cryptocurrency markets. In fact, if we go ahead and compare ETH to BTC USD, we'll see that they're relatively similar. But if we compare them to uh, Cardano, we bring Cardano up here, then we'll see that Cardano has massively outpaced both of them, all three of them. Uh, the other two have been completely and utterly outpaced. Looking here, based off of this last low where everything bottomed out, Ethereum's actually a little bit ahead of Bitcoin at the moment. It's up 84% from the low. Bitcoin is up 62% from the low. Cardano is up 160% from the low. I think right now Ethereum is ready for a breakout, and I'll tell you why. One of the things that we've been looking at here on Cardano, on Ethereum, excuse me, we've been talking about Cardano so much lately, on Ethereum is a rising wedge right here that Ethereum has been in. Now, I personally want to look at this a little bit different. It looks like a rising wedge, but there's also a very strong argument to be made that it's a uh, that it's an ascending wedge. I'm not really sure. What, what do you think about that, Tim? I want to let you interject really quickly. I know you've seen this pattern. Do you think um, Ethereum's four-hourly chart is in a rising wedge or an ascending triangle pattern right now? Ethereum's? Yeah. 
I have it at I have it in an ascending wedge, and, and I have so I'm on the four hourly chart, and people can't see. I'm on the four hourly. Yeah. Right through it. What I have is we have poked through the resistance on the 11th of August, the 14th of August, and the 16th of August. So they they go through the level of resistance, but come back down for a clean line. Uh, so what I have anchored is if you start at the 7th of August and touch where we just were in the 23rd, that's my straight line of resistance for that wedge, and it's pretty clean. And then the bottom I have anchored on the 4th of August, touching, going through the 19th of August, and then again, it touches some wicks on the 22nd of August. Yeah, so that looks like a rising wedge, and I think you're right, Tim. Let's go ahead and draw that on my chart. By the way, just so you guys know, Tim and I use the same... Uh, trading view account so they're able to look at each other's charts with uh, with all haste so yeah. they're able to do this on camera but he's talking about a wedge like this and i think this is actually probably the most accurate way to draw it guys i think ethereum is in a wedge right now i think that if anyway let, let's start with the bullish let's go into the bearish and then we'll talk about our predictions let's look at some technical indicators we're going to run through them in no particular order here the first thing i want to show you is lux algo lux algo as you can see is currently in a, a strong buy signal we're going to have to see how long that lasts obviously if we break through this level of support then that is bound to change looking at the hourly chart i believe there's a sell signal here i could be wrong there is a strong sell signal on the hourly chart it's not just a sell signal it's a strong sell signal here there is a difference between the word strong and between the word sell it is a very important difference so pay attention to that if we look out on the daily chart with lux algo we can see that we are still in a buy signal and we have been since the 23rd of july looking at our moving averages we can see that just a couple of days ago we saw ethereum come down and test the 20 daily exponential moving average at three thousand dollars on the 18th of august so that is good looking at the four hourly chart we can also see that we're currently below that level however We've seen that happen many times in the past. What we need to see happen is Bitcoin, or excuse me, Ethereum rally very quickly back up above the 24-hourly exponential moving average. If it doesn't, it's going to be bad. We can also see that we're now using it as resistance down here on the hourly chart. Looking out to the daily chart also, we can look for the TD sequential. We're not overextended there, so that is a good sign. We're also not overextended on the four-hourly chart, and on the one-hourly chart, we're obviously correcting, so that is a sign that we're not overextended there. Looking at the Bollinger Bands, something very important shows up on them. We're seeing constriction in the Bollinger Bands over the last couple of weeks. This is indicative that we're losing momentum and we're losing volatility on Ethereum. The reason that's important is because volatility volume and retail investor interest are some of the key factors that drive a market to the upside in fact right now if you bring up google trends google trends is showing that there's almost identical search volume for ethereum as there is for cardano despite ethereum being four times as valuable as cardano it explains why cardano is rallying so quickly everybody's talking about it so everybody's buying it it's very very important to be paying attention to metrics like that looking at our volume another thing that's concerning mm -hmm. is that ethereum is trending to the downside in volume and has been since the 9th of August. The last two weeks, we've been trending to the downside. Now, that makes sense. Volume and volatility typically go up or go down together. Same thing with retail investor interest. All three of them typically move together. When they don't, you might be a little confused, but normally they do. Right now, investor interest is going down, volume is going down, and the uh, volatility is going down. Where is it going? It's going into Cardano. So we got to keep that in mind. A lot of the volume and volatility and retail investor interest that was in Ethereum is now in Cardano. That's why I talked about earlier, hey, are we going to see a cycle out of Cardano and into Ethereum? Because if we do, then all of these metrics all of these metrics could change. Our technical analysis is going to look a heck of a lot different if Cardano goes into a massive correction. Why? Because Cardano is eating up all the resources that, Car that Ethereum and Bitcoin would be using to fuel their own fire. 
So if Cardano goes into a big correction, that is going to play a massive role in what we're talking about here. Anyway, looking at the VPVR, we can also see that there's not much resistance above Ethereum. So you might be wondering, if there's not much resistance above Ethereum, then why isn't Ethereum already rallying like Cardano is? Well, I, I think it's important to remember, buying pressure is a very limited resource in the cryptocurrency market. If Cardano is using up a ton of the buying pressure, then you don't have enough buying pressure to move these other markets because it's all in Cardano. This is something we don't think about a lot of times. A lot of times we think about buying pressure and selling pressure as near infinite, or they might as well be. They're not. It's a finite resource. There's only so many people in the cryptocurrency space, and if everybody's looking at Cardano, less people are looking at Ethereum so they can't rally as far, even if there's almost no resistance above us as the VPVR is showing us. Looking at our oscillators, we can also see that there are some uh, good signs, but also some bad signs. Some of the good signs are that there is bullish RSI divergence here on Ethereum's daily chart. We have higher highs as set here on the 4th of August and the 19th of August, and lower uh, lower lows, excuse me, these are lows, not highs, lower lows as set on the 4th of August and the 15th, 16th, 17th of August. So that is bullish RSI divergence. That is very important. RSI divergence is very rarely ignored. This might be an instance where it is going to be ignored though i'll go ahead and throw that out there the macd also crossed bearish it started diverging bearish notice this on the 7th of august anyone who doesn't believe the power of technical analysis tell me how that started diver diverging 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 <laughs> i'm turning into a nordic person uh tell me how that started diverging on the 7th of august the exact day when ethereum started trading sideways technical analysis is phenomenal and you guys definitely need to invest in your own education of it let me wrap all this up into a nice neat bow. Ethereum is in a rising wedge right now. Rising wedges break to the downside. Number one, bearish MACD. Number two, uh, we have a strong level of resistance sitting around 3,400, which is also difficult to break through because most of our volume and volatility is in Cardano right now. Cardano is eating up all the resources, it's being a resource hog. That's number three. Now on the bullish side, we're still under a bullish Lux Algo flash. We still have bullish RSI divergence. We are still above the 20 daily exponential moving average, which is very important. But I also forgot something on the bearish side. The volume, the volatility, and the retail investor interest are all three down. I'll pair all three of those together. In fact, give me a one in chat if you'd like to see us make an indicator in the future looking at all three of those, because I personally believe those are three of the strongest indicators that people don't really look at very often. <laughs> I think that Ethereum is probably going to break to the downside here. I think it's probably going to start pulling back to around the $3,000 region, unless Cardano goes through a massive correction. Because if Cardano goes through a massive correction, mm -hmm. where are people going to look to buy in? They're going to look to buy in Ethereum and Bitcoin that is currently on discount. So there's two scenarios. One, Cardano keeps rallying, Ethereum breaks south. Two, Cardano doesn't keep rallying, and Cardano's rally ends. Well, then Ethereum is probably going to continue a slow but steady march to the upside. Those are my two predictions. They are contingent on what Cardano does because all the resources are in Cardano right now. But I think one of those two will happen. And I think whichever one happens will be dictated by what Cardano does. Tim, what do you think of my two predictions? Am I leaving anything no, out? I, and do you think Cardano I, has that big of an impact on I it? I actually was going to say the exact same thing earlier when we were talking about Cardano. It, it's really uh, at this point an Ethereum versus Cardano thing, and we hate 
pinning those two against each other because they definitely can coexist. But it is. There's just so much hype following Cardano the last couple of days. Really wasn't anything left for Ethereum. Yep. Now the hype, again, I know tomorrow's big news too, but now the hype is slowing down a little Cardano. We mm-hmm. had a small correction. And and granted, the whole market is going down. Like literally, I think if you click on every single cryptocurrency, that's major. I guess if you find little small ones, it'd be different. But all the big ones, they have the exact same form. They, they all have a pretty nice sized uh, red candlestick on the yep. four hourly chart. Yep. Uh, so not too concerned yet about that. But here, I, I think your prediction is exactly right. If tomorrow's news is bullish for Cardano, correction for Ethereum. Mm-hmm. If tomorrow's news, we continue to see a correction for Cardano, I think we'll see a little boost in Ethereum. I agree. I, I think that they're going to dismantle temporarily from each other and move in opposite directions. The question is who goes up and who goes down. Yep. Decouple, you mean? De- what did I say? Dismantle. Dismantle. You know. Sometimes Tans throws a word in there and he's like... It sounded good it when sounded it came good. off my lips. You know? Yeah, there so. you go. It sounded good. Guys, you know what else sounds good? Tim, what do you think sounds good? I think I think smashing the like button sounds good. It does. I, I mean, we're already... Just so we know, like this, we're at 3,500... Concurrent, moving steadily up at one thousand, and we're not even—it's not even ten o'clock yet. It's not even ten o'clock yet. We still got like a Half good an hour. at least twenty to thirty minutes of show yeah. left. And smash that like button, guys! We got a lot of great content. You know for what you. we haven't done? We haven't read a single super chat. I know we need to do that. That's what we, I was gonna we say. We need to do some super. Let's chats. read some super chats. All right, we got one from Brad saying, "Will you talk about the typical crash we see in the beginning of September historically?" Also, you guys are awesome. Which so which one do you want to talk about first? Being awesome. <sighs> we are crash? pretty awesome. We are pretty awesome. We are pretty freaking awesome. Smay's pretty awesome. Smay is indeed pretty awesome yeah so smay how are you doing you've been pretty quiet i'm i'm doing good he's doing good (laughs) well good to know uh the crash in early september does happen most years it's not a hard and fast rule. It is a trend, but here's the thing: you want to when you're looking at trends, and this is something we talk about in the academy, by the way. In, ca- in case you guys are new here, we have something called the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, where we have over 45 videos and 15 hours of high quality educational content, teaching you everything you need to know to cut down your learning time from thousands of hours to tens of hours. It took me 5,000 hours to learn everything I know in crypto, doing technical analysis on markets literally every single day. And by the way, that technical analysis is documented on this channel over the last 2,000 videos. To prove that I've been doing technical analysis every single day. It takes a long time to learn this stuff. I can help you by shortening that time. In CT2A, we talk about uh, we talk about trends. And one of the big things you have to look for in a trend is not just something that has happened over and over and over again. Ideally, you want to find causality. If you are seeing a trend that every September a crash happens, then you need to ask yourself why. Is this likely to repeat itself or is this just coincidental? Is it causation or correlation? That's really the question. I don't know of any causal reason to believe that a 35 that 3500 that September would be a big correction moment for uh, the market. In fact, what I do know is quarter four, 50% of e-commerce revenue, which is you know buying things online, is generated in quarter four. A lot of times, quarter four is incre- that's uh, October, November, December. Quarter four is incredibly bullish for cryptocurrency markets. We've seen that happen many times. So there might be an argument to be made that September causes a correction as people are getting ready and saving up for the holiday season, and then they start selling. Uh, excuse me, they start buying a lot more, and there's a lot more momentum. There's an argument to be made there. I don't think it's going to play out this time, though. Yeah, I, I also I remember historically people talking about uh, May being a great month for crypto 
and yeah, it was crashed. the absolute worst. It was awful. I think that, and this is coming from a noob, obviously, and I, when I say noob, I mean I have only been involved in crypto, not even yet for a full count. I've been invested for over a year now, but I haven't been following everything for a full year, so I still have some experience to, to learn, but going back and doing historical analysis and looking at past trends, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different rules that we are currently breaking right now in crypto. There's a lot of patterns that had developed that we are now saying, you know what, we're a little mm -hmm. bit different. The adoption is a little bit further along. There's a lot of new eyes on it. So just because there's historical bad Septembers in the past does not mean that we're going to see this happen this way. Also, you know, if BitBoy is right, which we don't think he is, Bit, it couldn't have a bad September because we're supposed to he, both reach 100,000 and hit the peak in September, oh. which means this is about to be the best September that crypto's ever seen, yeah. according to Ben. I think he's going to be right as far as that's concerned. As far as, as, far as it, having a good September. As far as having a good September. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the end of the bull market like he thinks. Yeah. But, yeah. By the way, everybody who subscribed to Ben, I will be on Around the Blockchain tonight. So make sure to go check out the show. It goes live at 5 o'clock Eastern. We are going to go... Hmm, I cannot speak today. You know why? Because I forgot my coffee. Guys, we have got to make sure we are constantly having coffee here on Coffee and Crypto Live. By the way, any coffee sponsors out there, we'd love to do business with you. Shoot us an email, supportercryptojeb.com. Because this is Coffee and Crypto, the number one cryptocurrency technical analysis show in the space. And you don't want to miss it 9.30 Eastern Standard Time every single morning. Yep. My salesman is coming out. Smash that subscribe button let's keep reading oh yeah we have more here that was just one super chat i know uh, charismatic or kelly uh, Let's so go, we got to meet him last week in that we webinar. Uh, found a nice micro-cap Cardano project. Look into ADAX. It is ADAX. a DEX that is launching on Cardano chain. Also bridges ERC-20 token. Ooh. Only Cardano chain DEX with coin already available Ooh. and is in a small correction too. That's really interesting. Yeah, he, he, that, he, right. Can you write that down, Tim? I want to look at that. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it a different color. Do you want to look at it now or do you want to look at it later? Not now. I mean okay. later. ADAX. That's so, actually yeah. really interesting. Yep. Just so you know, when we go back, I turned it green. So. Just so you guys know, Uniswap, which is the largest uh, de decentralized exchange DEX on Ethereum right now, is worth, uh, yeah, $17 billion. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> whatever becomes the number one DEX on Cardano is going to be a very valuable project. So if they're the leader right now, that's a very interesting investment. Good call. Um, Bonesaw OC said, hi, Jeb and crew. Proud crypto noob here. Let's go. Should a hodler put his crypto on a cold wallet or keep it in the exchange for staking? That's a hard question because so personally I would keep it on a on a cold wallet and personally I do keep my crypto on a cold wallet for the reason of security. What you really need to do is you need to ask yourself the, I I know people hate it when I do this. I respond to a question with a question, but what you really need to do is you need to ask yourself what's more valuable, the increased security of having it on a cold wallet so that it's your keys and nobody can steal them for you, from you or is what is more important to you the fact that uh, you can earn 8% a year or whatever on BlockFi. That you got to ask yourself that question. Which one's more valuable to you? To me, the security is much more valuable because 8% a year over making sure that my several thousand percent over the next 10-year investment is going to be safe, it's a no-brainer. For me, keep it, on exchange, uh, keep it on a cold wallet and keep it secure. But that's a question you have to answer for yourself. Okay, moving on. Agent Gold said staking ADA doesn't take it out of circulation. It can be spent while still being staked and can't be slashed. Cardano is unique that way. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Kyle Cox said Ergo is going to blow up with ADA. Look at it now. Cool. Okay. Uh, Nil said I sold at two dollars and seventy-eight cents. Excuse me, lost five hundred dollars or so. Not worried. I'll buy it again when it's down at two fifty or so. Oh. Resell, but I want to buy to hodl for later. So I'm really concerned about that super chat, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. 
if you sold at 278 and you lost money, then you had a horrible entry. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have bought where you did because I told you guys yesterday, it was a bad idea to buy yesterday because we were overextended. The RSI was too high. It is categorically, unequivocally, factually a bad time to buy. Right now on the one hour chart, you there's an argument to be made about buying the dip. I'll give you that. Yesterday, there was no argument to be made about buying. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry you lost that 500 bucks. 500 bucks is a lot of money. Um, hopefully, it's a lesson well learned, and I hope that you guys understand the importance of technical analysis and making sure that you look at things like the RSI so that you're not buying at the wrong time. One of the easiest ways to make sure you're buying at the right time is buy when the RSI is low, sell when the RSI is high. Do not buy when the RSI is high, and do not sell when the RSI is low. Mm-hmm. If you follow that, that's going to be like forget all of technical analysis. That right there is going to save you like half of your lost trades. Technical analysis will do the other half. The entire field of technical analysis will do the other half. Doing that one thing will save you so many bad trades. Promise you. Mm. Uh, Tony420 Toki Bull said, I'm going to stake and not sell. No thanks on the capital gains tax. Yeah, you know, I don't blame you. There sense. you go. Makes sense. Uh, the Average AF Podcast said, 88 gang long-term hodler, love ETH2, but I'm mega bullish on Cardano over the next five to 10 years. I just want everyone to get rich. Yep. Hashtag no maxis. Yeah, so yeah, we're very, very bullish on Cardano as well. I think it's yep. going to do great over the next 10. Crypto Alchemist said 50-50 cash and USDC at the top or 20-50-25 cash, USDC stay in my assets. So... 50-50 cash USDC. I would personally yeah. stay in the assets because yeah. I think that a lot of people try and sell the top and then they end up not selling the exact top because it's hard to call a top. Calling a top is incredibly difficult. Calling a bottom is actually a lot easier than calling a top because you have historical action to look at most of the time. Yeah. Calling a top is very difficult. It I is. don't like the idea of selling at the top everything. I understand taking profits. I get that. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to sell everything. I've always said, have a trading portfolio, have an investment portfolio. Never shall the two touch unless you're taking profits from your trading portfolio and putting in your investment. We, we were talking, and I think he's watching now. We were talking with our, our uh, CFO yesterday, Manny, about calling tops and calling the bottoms to mm-hmm. invest. And we were talking about in a perfect world, if you could call the tops and call the bottoms, yeah, why not sell 100% yeah, of your it. portfolio and then invest it all back down at the bottom? If it weren't for uncertainty, do it. I just know people have been burned horribly, horribly, horribly. Yeah, he was that. like, should I sell the top right yeah. now? And we're like, do you have an investment portfolio? And he said, no. And I said, well, then that's your investment portfolio. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, Love you, Manny. Love you, Manny. Um, <laughs> so the last one I have here, and I, I think this is a response more. to one of the first ones, was uh, he just said, Revived Woodwork said, humbly awesome, LOL. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Yes, yep. sir. We got two more, actually. Oh, okay. So they just came in. Yep. yep Corey? Uh, Corey said, when you guys have more time to look into more altcoins, you guys should do a market. March Madness kind of bracket with the altcoins and see which ones you like more. Love the show, guys. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. That's a really I, good idea. It's just that it would take a lot of time. It would up. take a lot of time. Was, yeah, so fun. what we're trying to do here, guys. So just to keep just catch you guys up, number one, we have a really big launch that we've been working on for like two months that's coming out tomorrow. So make sure to watch that. Really cool. Uh, but we're also moving into a new office. Tim and I are both, excuse me, Tim, yeah. I, and Smay are all personally moving. These two are already moved. I'm moving on Sunday. Um, so we've got a lot going on. We want to start bringing you guys more types of content, more new shows, yeah. and that's one of the ideas that I have is, I hadn't had that that exact idea, but um, doing a lot more altcoin content because I know altcoins are obviously bigger than Bitcoin at this point. I mean, obviously by market dominance, but also people are incredibly interested in more than just Ethereum and Cardano. Give us a one in chat if you'd like to see more than just Ethereum and Cardano here on the channel. We want to cover a lot more than just that. So let us know what you think. Yeah, we had a suggestion today. I'm sure it was emailed a couple days ago, but I saw it today. Someone saying like, man, you guys should have like a show where you do nothing but 
talk about the basics for like noobs and yes, stuff. Yes, we've been wanting to do that for a long time. Um, That's so another idea. Any, if you guys ever have ideas, like we want to help you, we'll have to yeah. iterate them slowly, as Jeb said. But uh, we want to help you guys with anything you guys want and need. Uh, last one, at least that I see. I think Kenneth it, Reed yeah. said, "Happy B Day once more, Jeb." Thank you, Kenneth. Cardano's rad rush pump allowed me to finally super chat while trying out the <laughs> new Lux Ago thingy. Coffee's on me. Enjoy. Thank you very much, Kenneth. That's what we're trying to do here, guys. We're doing everything we can to make you money, and yeah. that sometimes means spending a little bit of money on an indicator or on a course or on education. Because as I've always said, the best investment you can make is an investment in yourself. I will say that till the cows freaking come home. Because the best investment you can ever make mm -hmm. is in yourself. I have learned that the hard way. I've also learned that the easy way from other people. And every single person who's ever been successful also knows that. We have one more super chat, and then we're going to yeah. go ahead and move on here. Crypto Challenger 392 said, Should I leave my XRP leverage trade open or close and open again on my SL is 39 cents or take some profit and put back in? Love the show. You guys are great. So I'm not versed on XRP's technical analysis right now, so I can't really give you any advice on that. What I can give you the advice on is make sure that you are, um, like I said earlier with the RSI, don't buy when it's high. Don't sell when it's low. Make sure you're doing your technical analysis. I really can only give you general advice on that because I don't have any specifics. It looks like, uh, I'm just quickly looking at it, and I'm, I'm drawing it as I'm talking. It. it looks like we are in a symmetrical triangle pattern on XRP that's breaking out of a bullish momentum, which traditionally, uh, and if you take CT2A, we talk about this, traditionally that would imply that we are going to be breaking to the upside on XRP. XRP is breaking out with bullish momentum? because So so it, we have a bullish rally into that symmetrical triangle pattern, and a lot of times that continuation pattern happens and oh. it continues upwards. I thought you were saying we were having a bullish breakout no, right we're now. No, we're not breaking out now. We're, we're, we're in a symmetrical triangle pattern. Yeah. No, that is I've, getting to where it Absolutely. XRP has gone through a big rally from 75 cents all the way up to $1.35. Technically yeah. speaking, it should break to the upside here. My concern yeah. is down on the hourly chart, it is currently in the process of breaking bearish. So you kind of yeah. gotta you kind of gotta look at that. And I and would I would say though, in the experience of doing that, a lot of times when it breaks the wrong way, it breaks a little bit long way and then rallies back the way you thought it was gonna go originally. It's true. It happens. This is something to keep an eye happen. on if you're in XRP. Yeah, keep an eye on it. There's definitely profit potential here. Yeah. But we're gonna go ahead and move on here, guys. We have one final article that we want to talk about, and it is this one. Bitcoin transactions stay low despite price rally. One of the things we have been doing a lot of lately is integrating on-chain metrics and fundamentals because I know on-chain is something you guys are very interested in and it gives us insights into the crypto markets that we might not otherwise have through the charts alone. Bitcoin on-chain activity dropped below uh, dropped low after May 2020's crypto market crash and hasn't riven, risen since above these levels since. This is the chart that we're looking at right here. Bitcoin, number of transactions, entity adjusted with a 14-day moving average. As you can see, whenever Bitcoin goes into a bear market, almost immediately, you see the transactions jump off a cliff. And quite frankly, the decreasing transactions that started here in January should have been a sign to us that something bad was happening and that the market was rounding. And by the way, back earlier on this year when the market was rounding out, I said, hey guys, we're losing momentum. Why? Because the bears are getting stronger. Why is that happening? We should be seeing acceleration, not deceleration. That's a bad thing. And we saw the correction, but nobody listened. I, I talked about how we were going to go below 42. Everybody said, no, 42 is the bottom. I said, no, it's going to go lower. Anyway, pat myself on the back a little too much there. I don't know. Either way, the point is, the number of transactions on Bitcoin is very important. Why? Because Bitcoin is a transactional currency, and that is one of the components of a currency is to be able to be transacted. 
The number of people transacting Bitcoin indicates the number of people using Bitcoin in a short-term way. Obviously, this doesn't incorporate hodlers. The number of people hodling Bitcoin mm-hmm. has exploded. And that's actually the takeaway I want to have here. Because some people are looking at this chart right now. And they're thinking this is a bad thing for Bitcoin. There's no transactions going on. Why is that not happening? I think it's actually a very good thing. Let me show you this historical analysis to prove that. Here in January of 2019, we started to see the transactions increase. Bitcoin was at $3,000. What are we seeing right now? Bitcoin is starting to see its transactions increase. It pulled back to $30,000. The transactions were low, but that was the beginning of the rally. It took time for everything to keep going. You don't step on the accelerator, and then boom, 0.1 seconds later, you're at 60 miles an hour. You accelerate. There's an acceleration curve. The same thing is happening right now on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So what I want us to pay attention to is how is this on-chain metric of the number of transactions happening every single day affecting the Bitcoin price? And should we be excited about this, considering the fact that other charts will tell us that the number of people hodling Bitcoin is incredibly high right now? Tim, I want to hear your take on this. Should we be concerned that transactions are still really t- uh, still relatively low compared to six months ago? Or should we be excited because it's an indication that people are hodling and not looking to sell? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we need to see that play out a little bit more. I do think there's a large amount of hodling. Also, it's not the most, like right now, Cardano is the most attractive project to get into. And then right before that, Ethereum was the most attractive project to get into. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff going on in a waiting period while things sort out. But I think it's one indicator that is a point, pointing bearish, but there's a lot of other indicators pointing bullish. And it's potentially what is stifling an even faster rise in Bitcoin. But we're still seeing bullish momentum on Bitcoin, even despite the fact that currently at this moment we're going through another small correction, uh, which is, again, just part of what Bitcoin absolutely needs. Um, in reality, though, I think before we lose our minds and freak out, let's see a couple other things happen. Uh, I'm not too worried at this point. Yeah, absolutely, guys. I'm trying to find this, and I can't find it off the top of my head here. But I do know that I've seen charts recently, and I've, we've talked about charts recently on the show, about how the number of people hodling Bitcoin has massively gone up. I think the important thing to note here is that some people are trying to call this news of the transactions being very low, or this on-chain metric of the news be, of the uh, transactions being very low, a bad thing. A lot of people are pointing at this and saying, oh, well, that happens during bear markets. But a lot of people are not pointing out this last two weeks of uptick. We've seen a massive uptick in not just the transactional count, but also, obviously, the price, the retail investor interest. We're also seeing a big uptick in the hash rate. The hash rate has rallied massively. In fact, I can show you that right now. Bitcoin hash rate. Go over to blockchain.com. Total hash rate per second has massively, massively increased from its low of 85 million all the Mm -hmm. way to 123 million. So the hash rate is increasing. When we're talking about technical analysis, we have to make sure that we understand a concept called time frames. Time frames are the amount of time that we are talking about. It's possible to talk about a geographic location. I can talk about the United States of America and everything I say, say only pertains to the U.S. of A. Right. Or I can talk about the European Union and everything I say only pertains to the European Union. I can say the USA is a wealthy nation. I'm talking about the USA and I'm not talking about Europe. I can say Europe is a very traditional uh, region and I'm talking only about Europe, not the USA. When it comes to time, people get very confused because if you talk about time frames, you're talking about just the same way you talk about a nation, which is this own little enclosed thing in a unit. We can talk about time frames like this. We can say that time frames are like a nation as far as it being its own unit. Let's talk about a day. Everything we're talking about is within this day. We're not talking about a week. 
the week averages out and there's a lot more information there we're talking about a day right now we're talking about the next week being relatively uncertain for bitcoin and ethereum and highly dependent on a cardano's rally mm-hmm. however that's only that unit of time that seven day period of time that is agnostic of the rest of the future of crypto Talking about the next six months of crypto, though, looking at that unit of time, I'm gesticulating all over the place here, (laughs) talking about that unit of time, uh, and no, that's not a curse word, look it up, it means hands movement, Uh, looking at the next six six months of time, the market is incredibly bullish based on these on-chain metrics. This is why all this on-chain stuff we talk about typically in long-term perspectives, because generally speaking, on-chain metrics are not going to affect the price tomorrow. They're going to affect the average price over the next several months. So the short term for Bitcoin and Cardano, excuse me, and Ethereum and frankly Cardano is probably somewhat bearish, depending on what Cardano does. The long term, as always, is incredibly bullish. And the reason I make that distinction, I use that analogy is because I get people attacking me all the time saying, Jeb, you said it was bearish and then you said it was bullish in the same video. Yes, it's bearish on the daily chart and bullish over the next three months. Mm-hmm. Those are not contradictory. That Saying that's contradictory is like me saying, oh, well, America is a wealthy nation and saying, yeah, well, what about Yemen? I'm not talking about Yemen. I'm talking about America. I get frustrated with that one because (laughs) it's just simple. Anyway, I've made my point. Tim, do you have anything you want to say to people about the long-term outlook for Bitcoin? What are we looking at on Bitcoin? Do you think it's going to $100,000 this year? Yeah, I mean, yes, I do. And and I think these small corrections are completely part of the plan. Uh, Without them, we would not have the health that we actually need to... Because I'm not too worried about will we get to 100,000. I'm more concerned with will we stay at 100,000. Mm, yeah. I would rather us get to 80 and stay at 80 than get to 100 and crash back down to 40. I agree, totally. Right? Agree. So to get healthy and to get to where we want to be in a healthy manner, we need these mini bear movements mm-hmm. as corrections along the bullish process. And that is just what any investor is looking at for the health of a project. The truth is, I think a lot of investors look at things like what Cardano just did and be like, okay, don't want to touch that one right now <laughs> yeah. with a 10-foot pole. Seriously. But they're looking at what's happening in Bitcoin and Ethereum and saying, hey, this is calculable, calculable. Calculable. Whatever the pronunciation of that word is. Uh, this is slow. This makes sense. It's not in a position that's overextended and overbought. It, I can make money here right now. But for Cardano, a lot of investors, especially if they've been in the game for a long time, are probably looking at Cardano currently and saying, it's just a little too high for my liking right now. Yeah. I don't think this is a time I want to get in. That's, that's what I'm saying so, when I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is, yeah. uh, it, it's bearish in terms of the chart, bullish in terms of the longevity of Bitcoin. Yep. I think it's really important that we're able to put things in uh, categories and say, hey, we're talking about this time or we're talking about that time. I think you guys get my point. Let's go ahead and read some Super Chats, then we'll go ahead and go over price predictions. Yeah, we got uh, one from Ozzy Todd said, here's an idea, and I think Smay already responded to this, but migrate to Australia and let's get on the beers. Much love, my dudes. Sounds pretty dope. Uh, Matt C said, according to the Daily Hodl, more institutional money poured into ADA and Solana over the past three weeks than any other projects. If you're a trader, it may be time to take profits. If you're a hodler, it's then simply more good news. Oh, heck yeah. Yep. No, if you're a trader, it's time to take profits. Frankly, if you're planning on holding Cardano for the next 10 years, it's still a great buying yeah. opportunity. Oh, yeah. Especially with the news you just said, because there is a lot of institutional inflows to Cardano and Solana right now. They're good projects. Yep. <laughs> Moving on, we got one from Bonesaw OC saying, thank you guys for your advice. Learning so much every day. Thank you to you guys. Keeping up the amazing work. Indeed. Thank you very much. Guys, we are also sponsored by our very own Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy here on the channel. That is the place where I have put... Every 
everything I know about technical analysis. It's over 45 videos and 15 hours of high-quality educational content to help cut down the time that it takes you to learn cryptocurrency. It took me thousands of hours to learn crypto, working on it every single day. It took me years to learn technical analysis. It took me probably 5,000 hours to learn technical analysis. Let's do some quick math. If I were to work a relatively low-paying job, $10 an hour, for 5,000 hours, that's $50,000 worth of my time. My time's worth more than $10 an hour. I run a company. So if we did that math, who knows how much that time could have been worth that I was spending learning technical analysis that I could have been doing anything else, enjoying myself, spending time with my friends and family or a hobby or developing myself in some other way. The amount of time it takes to teach yourself is simply not worth the cost of having someone else teach you. You know how long it would take to learn math if you didn't have a tutor or a teacher? You know how long it would take to learn calculus if you only had a book? Frankly, actually, the analogy is you don't have a book. How about if you had to learn calculus and all you had was Google? It would take forever. Technical analysis is the same way. The reason we created CT2A is because we want to cut down that time from several thousand hours like I had to go through to learn it the mm -hmm. hard way and provide you answers to the questions that you didn't even know that you needed to ask. Think about it like this. I said this yesterday. How hard is it to find the name of a song when it has no lyrics? You can't just type in the lyrics into Google and then it po pops out the song. You have to sit there for like an hour thinking of the tune and trying to put it to something, and then it's a pain. It's the same thing with technical analysis. Trying to learn technical analysis without having the right questions to ask is the same thing. Mm -hmm. Try to find the name of a song that doesn't have lyrics. It's going to take forever. How about if somebody just told you the name of the song? That's what CT2A is. You can check it out with the link in the description box down below. Drop a one in chat if you're a CT2A alumni. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to ask them what they think about it. We have a full 14-day money-back refund guarantee if you decide it is not for you. Let's go ahead and read some super chat. Oh, actually, we're done with super chats. No, we have one more. Oh, we do. Okay. Uh, Gilly Her uh, Gil Hermy, Gil Gilly Hermy. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Lima. I can pronounce that one. Uh, any thoughts on Luna? I think it's a great project and worth looking into. Congrats on the show, guys. Keep it up. I'm not familiar with it personally. Yeah, I'm not either. Uh, at the end of this, though, I, I was seeing a couple people in chat were saying they, they you know, added my name and they said, you know, we've noticed that the channel is going up in views. Like, it seems like every we've single day. We've gotten so many views. More views. Guys, you guys have been amazing. We are growing every single day. Yeah. Uh, we broke several records recently. In fact, we've, we're, we've broken weekly viewership, daily yeah. viewership. We got 88,000 views on the channel yesterday. Our previous record was uh, 70,000, which was, was set, set like last two week. weeks ago. Yeah. And then before that, it was 59,000. So we've set massive records. We're getting like a thousand subscribers a day. So welcome to the channel if you're new here. Like I said, yeah. we're the fastest Fastest growing cryptocurrency technical analysis channel in the space, and we're coming for the fastest growing crypto growing fastest gonna, growing crypto channel. Period. I was going to say that we're we're hanging tight with some of these big guys who yeah. have like almost, if not a million subscribers, almost a million subscribers. We're at one almost one fifty. Yeah, and we're growing almost at the same rate. Let's go, guys. So, Let's freaking go. Yep. Smash that like button for the continued growth. You know what that is? That's the Holy Spirit and Jesus working through us because we hold integrity and humility paramount. We humbly give grace and thanks to the Lord for everything he gave us and yeah. we surrender it right back to him and that's why we are successful is because of our faith in him so guys thank you very much for your support that's and that is all the super chats now so. cool let's go ahead and go over price predictions yes so what we have here and i, I had this new chart that again we'll work it out so you guys will see my screen eventually but i have a nice little pretty chart if we were to end today. If the competition ended today at 9.30, Bitcoin was sitting around 49,334, which puts my prediction of 50,000 as the lowest prediction as the winner. So I would have won Bitcoin today. Uh, 
Ethereum was sitting at 3,317. It's obviously lower than that now, but that's where it was at 9.30 this morning, which would mean Smey would win that with his prediction at 3,200. He is right there. Uh, and then Cardano at 284.7 would put my prediction of 29145 as the winner. So it's just Tuesday, long week to go. But at this point, I am in the lead for sure. Just so you guys know, I calculated the windows. I'm in the middle on Ethereum, and I have a $324.75 window to win Ethereum this week, which means it needs to be between uh, $3,350 and 3675 Uh, Jeb is the highest. Smey is the lowest. On Cardano, Smey is the one in the window, and he has a $0.29 cent window to win it. It's got to be above $3 and got to be below $3.30 for him to win. And on Bitcoin, poor Jeb is stuck with a $500 window. Uh, it needs to be between $50,400 and $50,900 for Jeb to win that. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say Jeb is not winning Bitcoin this week. Oof. Uh, Calling it's not going to happen. I think I'm going to win it anyway, but Calling it could, it 9% if it swings back up and has a nice rally by the end of the week, I, I think that's safe to say that's probably a Smey win, but we will see. I like my predictions. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but uh, that is where we are with the predictions. Cool. Make sure you tune back in the rest of this week and Friday to see who wins. And again, at this point, if Jeb wins, we delay it one more week. <laughs> Absolutely. But if Smay or I win, they then we get to open the huddle trophy. Guys, we have somebody said in chat, drop a one in chat if you want a special coupon code for CT2A. We got about 10 ones. What do we think, Tim? Is that something on the cards? Here's what I'll say I cannot promise anything necessarily. I've seen a lot of demand for this. Mm-hmm. Watch the show. If, if you want this, Make sure you tune in every single day. Make for sure the show. you tune in every single day. Uh, because I, what I can tell you right now is we are not going to have like we have nothing on the horizon anytime soon for like a four day, five day sale. Mm-hmm. If we do anything, it's it's going to be very small, very small windows. Mm-hmm. So and it's going to be specifically for people watching it live this show yep. live. Yep, there are like fifty ones in chat. Yeah, and you know what you need to do is you need to keep watching the show live because we might drop something in the future for only the live viewers that expires yep. very soon after the stream is over. Yep. So make sure you stay tuning in because you might get a discount. No promises, but it's possible. Boom. Anywho, guys, if you enjoyed today's stream, make sure to subscribe to the fastest growing cryptocurrency technical analysis channel on YouTube. We are growing so fast because of what we stand for. We want to help you take back control of your destiny from those that stole it from you. I firmly believe that both spiritually and physically, you have had your destiny stolen from you, and hopefully we can be the conduit through which that destiny will be given back into your hands because we believe that is firmly and squarely where it belongs. Subscribe to the channel if that is something that you are interested in being a part of. And also, guys, if you have any questions about Jesus, as always, you can shoot us an email supportercryptojeb.com. Any questions about the course, feel free to shoot us an email there as well. Thank you guys so much for your support. That's all I got for you today. We got some great content coming up later on. We have some announcements to make on Wednesday, so make sure to tune in tomorrow. We got some great videos coming up this afternoon you're not going to want to miss. But that's all I got for you today. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. Oh, I got a real good.